Life ain't so bad at all if you live it off the wall. Hi everyone, I'm Tracy and welcome to this week's edition of Off the Wall with Tracy Ricks Foster. Off the Wall is sponsored by Anchor FM and Blue Lotus Hill Designs. Off the Wall can be found on various digital streaming platforms such as Spotify and Apple. If you would like to donate to Off the Wall with Tracy Ricks Foster, please send your gift to Cash App at Tracy Darnell. T R A C E Y D A R N E L L. Thank you for your continued support. I am sending out to you on the rays of positive energy and sunlight, love, peace, and blessings. May the universe cover you in grace and bless you and hold you and keep you warmly within its embrace. May the ancestors and your personal spirit guides find peace and tranquility and serenity within your home and the universe. May your spirit guides remain at peace with you by the way you are living your life and moving along your journey and energizing your soul. Ashe. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's edition of Off the Wall. I really do appreciate and treasure your support. What we're going to talk about today is very important and I want to frame it around something that I heard the other day. I heard that Iyala Van Sant will be airing or her last this will be the final season of Fix Your Life, which airs on OWN, I believe on Saturdays at around 8 p.m. And I think that Fix Your Life has been on, has been on the air for about 10 years, I want to say, somewhere along there. And I really, really enjoy that show very much because Yala is a wonderful priestess, shaman, um, counselor, therapist. She is a wonderful spiritualist and what she does is she gives you the tools necessary to be able to fix your life. And where people get her whole energy incorrect 
is that they believe that Iyanla is going to fix their life. Or as the viewer, they believe that Iyanla is going to fix the guest's life, which is incorrect. What she says at the beginning is that she gives you the tools and you have to do the work in order to fix your own life. And a lot of times we forget about that part. And we also have to understand that this is a reality TV show. So a lot of things cannot be fixed within an hour or a lot of things cannot be fixed within a weekend. Because I believe some of these, this, the, the series is taped over the process of 48 hours or two days. So what Iyanla is offering people who come on to, to the show are tools that they can use to benefit themselves if they so choose to. And to find out that she is, this is going to be the final season, it's a little bittersweet. And I say that because this was a very positive television series. And I am so glad that um, people have decided to upload past episodes of Iyala Fix My Life onto YouTube because I find it refreshing to watch Iyala work and to see the tips that she and the tools that she uses or that she employs to help other people. The only thing is, is that many guests have the perception that Iyanla is a miracle worker and that she isn't. We have to do the work. We have to be willing to put in the effort, the time, the energy, and we have to be operating on a high frequency. We have to turn ourselves up have our antennas directed towards the universe so that we can be able to fix our own lives. And in essence, that's called soul work. What Iyanla was trying to help us all to is soul work. What is soul work? Do you know what soul work is? I'm about to hip you to that. What soul work is, is a process where you dedicate yourself to actively improving your soul health. Your energy frequency is your soul's unique vibration and soul weak. Soul work is anything that works to bring your energy frequency and the very essence of your being 
into positive fruition. That's what soul work is. So when Iyanla will, will sit down with her guests and gives them various exercises to help bring forth a healing. And first of all, one of those exercises have to be has to be forgiveness. It has to be acknowledging your own pain and then acknowledging the pain of another soul. Because the only way that we can get any type of healing is that we have to understand that we are all in pain or in some form of pain or in some form of disease. That we are in some way dying. The cure is acknowledging that. The cure is being able to forgive yourself. The cure is awakening from disease and negativity and dysfunction. The cure is turning up the frequency of our souls and tuning into the universe and tuning into our spirit guides and allowing them and allowing that force to give us the daily tools to rebuild our souls. That's what soul work is. That's how you get to fix your life. Your soul is something that other people vibrate against. Your vibration and where you are daily emits a, a magnetic force and those around you feel those rays. And if those rays are rays of positivity, then your whole aura, your whole surrounding will be filled with positivity. But if you are radiating negativity, if you are radi radiating dysfunction, if you are radiating any form of evil, then that just comes right back. It's like a mirror, a magnet. You attract all of that to your soul. And what you put out is what you receive what you are receiving is going to feed your soul and then in turn you it's a cycle you vibrate and radiate that to others so when you say you know today there was a lot of craziness going on around me a lot of madness, a lot of insanity, 
a lot of gossiping, a lot of arguing, a lot of fighting. Ask yourself, what are you putting out there that's coming back to you? And see, we can say every day, we can say, well, you know, I wasn't fighting with anyone. I wasn't arguing with anyone. I wasn't acting crazy today. I don't understand why, why I was surrounded with it. The reason why you were surrounded with insanity is because you are operating on a low frequency. And when you are operating on a low frequency, you allow insanity, craziness, madness, dysfunction, negativity, and evil to enter your world. Do you believe that? Do you acknowledge that? And that is why we have to do soul work. We have to take the time to do the work, as Iyama says. If we want to fix our lives, our own lives, we have to do the work, the soul work. The first thing we need to do is we need to remove all emotions that are unhelpful to our existence. Any form of negativity. Remove that from our lives. Remove it. And it's, it's difficult to eliminate the negative. Because the negative could be present on social media. You find yourself looking at things. That are just smut and dirt. Dirty. That are evil, wrapped up in, in, in dysfunction, and we feed on it. And so what we have to do is we have to clear that. That may mean we have to delete friends. And those friends could be family. We have to get rid of it. Because we have to get rid of anything that's negative that could feed into us. And then that way, we deliver signs and signals that we are attracted that we are attracted to dysfunction and negativity and like I said it's a cycle and it comes right back to you so we have to remember that as part of this soul work we have to eliminate the negativity And as we eliminate the negativity from our lives, we must be present. Be present in our feelings. Be present with our friends and family. Be present with ourselves. And dig in. And allow the universe and our spirit selves open up. And enjoy each second, savor each second that we are alive. 
and see it as a gift and feel gratitude. Feel love. Feel joy. And when we are concentrating on those positive emotions, then we are eliminating negative things. Negative emotions. And we are dialing up in our frequency. The second thing to do when we are working on soul work is we have to accept responsibilities for the choices that we make. Because our choices have a significant impact on our soul. We make choices. And sometimes they're good choices, sometimes they're bad choices. But they're our choices. They are decisions that we make with and based on what we know in the moment that we make that choice. And if we are making choices based on the fact that we are operating on a dysfunctional level, dysfunctional frequency, we have to accept responsibility for that. And after we accept responsibility after we acknowledge that we do bear responsibility for choices not so well made then we have to let it go and let's be honest It's a struggle sometimes to operate on a high frequency all the time. None of us can do that. So we make choices that do not fit the realm of a high frequency or a spiritual, a spiritual being. We miss the mark of that. And it's okay to acknowledge it and accept responsibility for it. But when we're doing this soul work, deep soul work, we have to accept responsibility, see what the lesson is, learn the lesson, and move forward. Dedicated 
to not making that same bad choice again. And if we do not accept responsibility for our choices and we throw the weight of those choices the weight of our responsibility if we throw the weight of our choices onto anybody else guess what happens what happens is that that same that same lesson is going to return to us and more than likely we're going to make the same the same choice and we're going to have to accept the consequences for making that choice because in essence as we become adults we begin to realize and learn that life becomes our responsibility. It's our journey. We are on that path. And no one else can walk this for us. It's, it's, it's on us to make this journey. And we can't blame other people for how we make the journey. Of how we push forward on the journey. We can't blame other people for the path that we chose. Especially, especially if there was someone around or a spirit guide whispering guidance to us. And each of us, each of us have ancestors and spirit guides walking amongst us that are advising us. And if we choose to listen or not to listen to guides that have our best interests at heart and we have to make decisions and we choose to go against that inner voice and that inner voice are our spirit guides, our intuition. If we go against it, we have to bear the weight of that responsibility. The choices are ours. Another path of doing soul work is 
something that I talk about a lot. I talk about our frequency, operating on a high frequency. We have to raise our frequency. The essence of soul work is all about actively controlling, monitoring, and promoting a higher frequency. We are so sensitive to moods and energies and frequencies in our environment that we can't really be trusted to maintain our frequency unconsciously. So what we have to do is we have to confront belief systems that we may have been raised with, belief systems that may have been inculcated in us from our environment, from religiosity, from social media, from entertainment. Memories we may have had, bad memories and events that has, may have happened to us as children or as adults. We have to work through them. And if there's something that happened to us, some type of dysfunction that we may have been a part of, we have to confront it. There was an episode that I that I did recently on becoming a mature woman. And I emphasized the point that in order to become a mature woman and not to become a mature woman, we have to grow from or evolve from the mentality or the intelligence of being a young woman without intelligence or without experience or without our own ideology or philosophy and spirituality. We have to evolve and grow from that. We have to grow and learn from our, our mistakes. And that's how we are able to evolve and grow into mature women. The same thing with high frequency, operating on a high frequency. In order to do so, we have to let go, release the negative avenues, aspects of our lives. We have to let it go. We can't allow ourselves to continue to be caught up in dramas of the past. Of people or friends or family who are dysfunctional and stagnant in their growth as spiritual beings. Who are always looking for the negative, for the evil, for the darkness, and they dwell in the darkness, and they make darkness enticing to us. We have to grow away from that because if we don't, we'll continue to operate on a low frequency. 
And in order to work at a higher frequency, we have to eliminate those things. And yes, it's difficult. You have to put in the work. You can't say that I'm a spiritual person, but I have ties to darkness. You can't say that I am a high priestess of love, but you live in shame and in pain and in heartache. Those two things are opposite of each other. If you are a high priestess of love, be that and operate on that level. But in order to do so, you have to eliminate the things that will taint you. That will bring down your frequency. Another aspect of doing that soul work is moving towards kindness. A healthy soul is a kind soul. Soul work focuses on essential truth, which everyone has in their soul if they are willing to find it. The essence of the soul is one of loving, grateful, giving kindness. To fully heal your soul, you got to, you must look inside yourself and discover how you feel. How do we do this? Sometimes kindness can be found in stillness. A lot of people participate in yoga to achieve that stillness. Calm strolls in nature, meditation. And if you are having difficulty with meditation, there is a previous episode of Off the Wall where I discuss ways to accomplish daily meditation. And then ask your spirit guides to bequeath you guidance so that when your thoughts and your actions and the things that you say and the different habits that you perpetuate throughout the day, when those things are not in line with being kind, ask your spirit guides to adjust you. To align you back with being kind. Another intense part of soul work. Is speaking your truth. And as I said previously. You have to acknowledge Who you are, acknowledge your choices, 
acknowledge your life up until this point. Forgive yourself. Love yourself. Develop ways to begin to operate at a higher frequency. And then as you do that and you begin to grow and evolve, then you will want to speak your truth and be honest. And when I say speak your truth, of course you have to be honest. There's no other way that speaking your truth is possible. But this is a fundamental, a fundamental aspect of soul work, speaking your truth, having the courage to voice what is true inside of you without fear or criticism. And for some of us, it's hard to express our truth because we are afraid of being judged. We're afraid of not being seen. We're afraid that people aren't going to hear us. We may believe that people will stop loving us if we spoke our truth. Have you felt like that? What you have to realize is that to grow and do this soul work, you have to be able to verbalize your innermost thoughts and ultimately own them. One of the ways to just soulfully speak your truth is, and if you're having difficulty in doing so, what you can do is start off by getting a journal. And in that journal, every day, write down your innermost thoughts. Write down the things that you did that day. Write whatever comes to mind that's part of your truth. If you want to write about the childhood experience that has hurt you and you are afraid to speak to someone about it, write it down in your journal. This is a way of being able to soulfully speak your truth. And this is the first step of getting it out there. And as you continue to journal and do that soul work, you will find 
it become easier for you to verbally express how you feel. Another tool or another thing that you can do when it comes to expressing and speaking your truth, especially when you don't have the courage or you want or you're trying to develop the courage of speaking your truth. Get some index cards. And then on an index card, write down your deepest most secretive inner part of you, innermost part of who you are as a spirit being living a physical existence. Something that you want to tell and you would like to share with someone else, write it on an index card or two or three or four. And then Stand at a fireplace and it's getting cooler. Make a bonfire. Or simply stand by your bathroom sink. And read what you wrote aloud read what you put on those index cards aloud and when you are finished reading that index card burn it and in that way you have begun the path to speaking your truth and if you continue to do this, it will become easier for you to express yourself to others. Those are just a few ways on how you can do or accomplish soul work. And I want you to know this. Soul work is not something that is done once and you're good. Soul work is a continuous process. It's an active process. It's something that we do every day. And we acknowledge that we have to do it every day. Because we are bombarded constantly with negativity. And it comes in the form of friends. It comes in the form of family. It comes from social media. It comes from watching television. It comes from music. It comes from the things that we read. It comes from negative energy that's just happened, just, just circulating out here in the world. 
And we have to understand that if we allow negative influences and spirits and energies to seep into our, 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 our being, our spirit, our auras, and cloud our auras, and keep us from functioning at a higher level, then we're going to feed on that, and then we're going to what? Like a cycle. We're going to perpetuate it. We're going to radiate that. And as I said, it comes right back to us. And our souls feed on it. To do soul work is to live a healthy life. A healthy spirit-filled life. And if you want to fix your life, then you must do the work. You must do the soul work. That's it for this week's edition of Off the Wall with Tracy Ricks Foster. Tune in next time for some enlightening encouraging and thought-provoking conversation. If you would like to donate, contribute, or send a gift to Off The Wall, you can now do so using Cash App at Tracy Darnell. T-R-A-C-E-Y-D-A-R-N-E-L-L. Let me know your thoughts on this week's episode by dropping me an email at off the wall with Tracy at gmail.com. Continue to frequency, continue to, to radiate at a high level frequency. Fix your life by doing your own soul work and have a wonderful, wonderful, progressive, beautiful day.